0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul Christian. And I am Eric Jackson. That's right, and we're here with the finale of our Watchmen series, at least as far as the HBO show goes. It's also the finale of our Doomsday
1: Clock shit, though. So wouldn't that be the finale of both?
0: Um, Yeah. So it actually is our bona fide finale. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I skirted around that.
1: <laughs> like it might not be. Listen, it's nothing ever ends.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: that is a theme.
0: And we're going to be joined again by our guest, uh, Josh Doyle, who's been joining us for the last two episodes, all the Watchmen stuff. Hello, Josh. Hi. <laughs> and uh, so uh, you were telling me
2: that uh, you were looking up a lot of stuff for this book. So I do feel bad making you jump
0: headfirst into this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: it, granted, this is like the third comic I've read. So there was a lot of references to older, you know, like the justice yeah like different the not the first what was it the first justice, justice society justice society yeah, yeah and
0: then like because and even this like this book uses a lot of characters who even people who have been reading for, like for dc for a little bit have not seen for years yeah, yeah.
1: I, I was real behind too like i was yeah. telling him earlier like it was ha- kind of how it was with darkest night too like uh, there's so blackest many, night or, yeah blackest night where there are a lot of people coming in like at like all the time there was As like okay, i right. know like half of these people it's right happening.
2: it's like starting with avengers endgame and being yeah like, right. i don't know what's happening and with, <laughs> with, <laughs> Pretty with much. like manhattan there's a lot of flashbacks into like their stories and i'm like well wait i i don't even know who this person is Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What, what, how is this of any meaning to, to anything yeah, yeah so
0: um but i mean we, we, we you did some research that's that's what was needed yeah you, you, yep. you filled in the blanks so yep. that's oh, that, yeah. that's all that matters yeah.
2: Um, But yeah, so we're going to
0: be covering the uh, issues 7 through 12 of the Doomsday Clock today, and then we're also going to discuss the finale episode of the HBO show. Uh, right after that. So we can, and we'll kind of discuss like what we thought of like, uh, the show as a whole. And then we'll kind of also break down which adaptation we thought was better, which you guys have probably already figured out at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like doomsday clock. So I'll just no. throw that out there yeah. right now. If, if you yeah. want to see someone gush about doomsday clock, you're going to need to find another podcast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. because uh, we were not big fans, um, but we'll, we'll break that yeah. down in a minute here. Um, if this is your first time joining us, definitely at least go back and watch the last episode if you're following Doomsday Clock where yeah, we broke down definitely. the last six mm-hmm. issues. Or I guess you might just be joining us because you just read number 12.
1: Yeah, like we were saying earlier, you could probably skip the first six issues Honestly, if you're going to yeah, read this in yeah. general.
0: You you could straight up pick up this book at number seven and figure out what's happening. Easily, Easily, yeah. Because yeah, you will you would get right to the confrontation of them finding Manhattan. You'd be like, okay, Vites here. He's trying to find Manhattan. Their world blew up. I'm, I'm up to speed. Yeah, That's all like, it takes.
1: And they go such a long time without talking about the characters that they introduced in the first six issues that once they do come back in the last six, then they, they literally show yeah. again what happened to them <laughs> in the first six. They recap.
0: they they gotta do a halfway recap jesus (laughs) uh yeah we're gonna be talking about starting with number seven here yeah we we left uh batman had been captured because he accidentally fell into a crowd of people yeah (laughs) and got captured by the joker and so the joker the mime and the marionette and the comedian is also captured Mm -hmm. um and they're all kind of just like being taunted by the joker who's pretty much just in this book to just be in it he's just being
1: joker it's just like how cool is this right
0: and it's fine it's
1: it's Fun, but I like guess.
0: it's it's fine it's like if something would have come of it or if like this event would have like done more i yeah, might have I mean, been it, behind it it meant nothing this whole thing ends up being a waste of time because they do find john yeah but john basically says like oh i'm not gonna help you i'm doing my own thing and they're like what is your own thing and he's like i don't fucking know
1: yeah it Does does <laughs> yeah it does the thing he's been doing the whole series where it's just like oh it's 1985 here's a here's one place and then here we'll teleport to a different place yeah, yeah, yeah it, some cool stuff it, it's just so tedious after a while it's just like come on buddy just get out on with yeah, it. it's
0: like a nine-panel grid, and you literally each panel has one of those. Like, it's 1969, it's 2006, it's uh, 1800 BC. It's like, Jesus, dude, this is so
1: like underwhelming. 1800 BC, the dinosaurs <laughs> taking a shit. I'm cleaning up a mammoth poo. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Why? Who knows? I just wanted to see what would happen. Cold
2: curiosity. John, I just needed to know what you wanted for dinner tonight.
0: I'm gonna go back in time. I wanted to find this mammoth and shoot him forward in time randomly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just to see what would happen (laughs) what happened to that whole like you wanted to start like creating your own life and like oh don't worry about that yeah don't think about it that sounded lame (laughs) <laughs> no, he, he,
0: he how Watchmen ended was he went up to Adrian and he went, Adrian, I want to go to another universe and, <laughs> and, up. and <laughs> just kind of arbitrarily fuck shit up.
1: <laughs> Why? Just because I'm like bored.
0: I don't know, John. Yeah. That kind of seems like a dick move. <laughs> fuck you, Adrian.
1: You're one to talk, Adrian.
0: <laughs> You're a son of a bitch. Goodbye. I'm going to find some asshole and move him forward in
1: time. I hope he's the center <laughs> of the multiverse. Time to move a lamp.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we meet John and he Ugh. doesn't really give us any of his motivations yet. We've kind of, we, we'll get that later. That's We'll kind of make fun. We'll kind of get that later. <laughs> kind of, not really his motivations, just what he does. Yeah. Um. But what all he tells him now is he tells the new Rorschach, uh, Malcolm. He's like, listen, like Adrian's lying to you. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't. know why he tells him this. He just kind of pulls it out of his ass.
1: Yeah. He's just kind of like poking the bear.
0: Uh. So he tells Malcolm, like, Hey, Adrian Vite never had cancer. He just did this to drag you along on the mission.
1: Yeah. He's playing. You. Um.
0: Which is, uh, I mean, that's f- I like kind of like the idea that Veidt's been lying the whole time. Like, yeah. It just makes to get, sense. Yeah. It, at least it, it fits uh, with his character. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's exactly my point, is because up to this point I've been kind of sitting here wondering like why is Vite being like so reasonable? And so he, this is getting him a little more in the right direction where it's like, okay, he's being shady, he's doing he's telling lies to do what he wants because he thinks he's smarter. That's in mm-hmm. character. And so John basically fucks off without giving him really anything to work on. So this whole yeah. kind of interaction is just basically a, been a way to get John
1: in the story and just kind of be like, here he is. And yeah, it's basically just Vite realizing that it, getting Dr. Manhattan to help him is a waste of time. So now it's just square one with Vite.
0: Yeah, and this is where Vite goes to like plan B. Yeah. Which and plan B is pretty much I'll, I'm going to disappear from the comic until and then try to take credit for everything at the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. That's it. That's Cause, basically cause it. Because we
0: don't see him for like the rest of this comic. He's gone. Until at the end, he's like, I did it. And I'm like, you did what? <laughs> like, this was me all along. <laughs> You're welcome. God. All you did was sit around a bunch of broken TVs. Yeah. You didn't do any yeah. of this. God. <laughs> well, I mean, he did some of it, but none of it. Yeah. It absolutely. doesn't seem like. Unless he is Dr. Manhattan and can see the future, it's very weird to see his plotting of this as this moves forward. Because what basically the plot of the next two issues centers around uh, Firestorm. Yeah, because all this like Superman theory shit has been going on. We don't, haven't gotten any setup for it, but we just keep getting told about it. Yeah, essentially is what's happening. Like you just get all these news reels. Like everyone's super mad about the Superman theory. Mm-hmm. Like what could happen? Like but, tensions then... are rising. I'm like, what if you say so? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, and like it'd be cool if it was more like, oh, the Superman theory, and then like a little bit after, it was like some kind of development with the story like at least just though us some kind of like examples or like or some kind of plot points about it
0: or if this is supposed to take place like like it seems like maybe five years off of continuity like a little bit in the yeah. future then you should have some kind of like flashback or build-up to show us how the superman theory escalated yeah exactly. because where we're dropped off i'm just supposed to believe that the dc universe that's always existed with this certain you know uh basically meta like existence yeah, is yeah. all of a sudden out of fucking nowhere reached the brink of world war yep. without any buildup exactly whereas, whereas i've been sitting here reading dc comics for the past like three years knowing everything that's happening and all of a sudden this shit's like oh by the way the world's almost at war i'm like really
1: <laughs> i haven't heard anything about this <laughs> i mean i does that coincide with how the whole it like lines up with the fi- the new 52 at the end like is this actually the same universe as like what the normal DC universe is?
0: It's supposed to be, yeah. This is supposed to be the main continuity universe. So they just kind of like...
1: Well, are you asking about Are you asking about like the Earth 52 thing they hinted at? Well, no, just like okay, like what's a DC comic that's going on right now that you, you're reading? Uh, I'm reading Deathstroke. So like it, it, by. The logic of like what you're saying or like i like i'm not aware of how this works with dc yeah. comics so like by that would it be like that's happening at the same time as doomsday clock
0: no what i'm saying is that it seems as if doomsday clock is happening, oh, happening. like yeah, 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 it, yeah. like five or so years into the future of where yeah, because modern it's, books it's are putin
1: and trump obviously So like that, but that's
0: that that doesn't line up, right? So that's that part's weird.
1: It's so it's got to be within like a four year window or so. Yeah, I
0: don't really know what he's doing. That's one thing I don't like about this too is the fact that he decided to use real world real real world presidents like in a DC universe. It's so cheesy and cringy. It's very cheesy because that means like I have to trust Jeff Johns to write a voice for Vladimir Putin. Yeah, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, and Trump. (laughs) I don't trust. I don't trust him to do either one of those things. Like, like I imagine Jeff Johns like. First of all, not the person I want writing a political story to begin with. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. But like he he's sitting here like, Hmm, what would Vladimir Putin say to <laughs> Superman? I'm like, dude, you're way out of your element. Yeah, like, <laughs> like
1: don't even try, dude. Like no one knows except Vladimir Putin.
0: And so this whole thing, uh like I said, this whole thing this next issue basically revolves around Firestorm because Firestorm throughout this whole build up, we haven't seen a lot of him, but he's been kind of hinted as one of the heroes who is in this Superman theory rumor.
1: Yeah, well like one of the core people that they say were like Created
0: by the government. Per, yeah, for
1: like, engineered by the government to be a weapon.
0: Right. So Firestorm uh, gets, like... This is part of where Adrian Veidt. And is it should be to... said
1: that, like, if he was, like, he definitely was. Yeah,
0: that's revealed at the end that he's yeah. the Professor Martin Stein, who like shares the suit with him, like yeah. actually did like work with the government to create superheroes. Yeah, he, which, he was. I, one I don't of mind the that twist. That's kind of a cool twist.
1: It, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. Just because I mean, Firestorm doesn't get used a lot, so anything that builds on that,
1: I'll, I'll accept. Yeah, it was like how it was with uh, Doctor Fate earlier. The only Firestorm reference I have is uh, Injustice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, and that's not a bad because that's him in yeah. Injustice, right? Yeah. That's Firestorm. Gotcha.
0: So Firestorm gets led out to Russia, basically baited out there because Mm -hmm. we find out later Adrian Veidt is sort of pulling the strings behind this whole conflict. um, Because he he didn't start the Superman theory, which uh, which I would have bought. I would have liked that better because then at least I can kind of buy that this picked up out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, a super genius is behind it. Yeah, and at least I'll go with it. Yeah,
1: he's like orchestrating like the one of the biggest like uh conflicts in the story right but all,
0: all he's really doing is orchestrating this upcoming conflict which basically what happens is firestorm accidentally sets off his powers in the crowd of people yeah and turns them all to glass yeah which which
1: is kind of badass <laughs> oh it
0: is because it, it's actually it's really unexpected too because firestorm up to this point has never been able to like his power has always been like he can transmute things okay like he can take uh like turn take lead and turn it into gold okay you know or, or he can like turn water into steam or something like stupid stuff like that that, but gotcha. he's never supposed to be able to change organic matter oh that's always I been see. like his like the one twist to what he can do okay so this is like him like he ex- like blows up with power and then he turns all these people to glass and he's looking around like wait wait this isn't supposed to happen yeah yeah like i can't do this like, okay. what's happening hmm. and so that that's where vites i think fuckery comes in gotcha um because i'm Boobastus is used as like the most like omega like uh uh what do you call it uh Maltese Falcon in this movie, where he's yeah, just like a yeah. plot device. Like, I'm going to carry around my plot device,
1: Kitty. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's something like kind of weird needs to get done, but like it's kind of within the realm of possibility, but not super explainable. Yeah, Boobastus did it. <laughs> it's like Bubastus had like a weird blue flame in his eye, and it flickered. Attack. Yeah, He did it. He can he can track Manhattan, he can create
0: Manhattan explosions. Yeah. He can change Firestorm's powers. <laughs> yeah, apparently Yeah, that's a thing, I guess. Yeah. It's a super kitty. Yeah. Go for with sure.
1: it. Uh, for sure. <laughs>
0: uh but yeah, so Firestorm gets framed for this attack, which basically gets twisted into like a, I guess they're trying to say like America's responsible responsible for this they need to turn over Firestorm yep. and so fi- uh, Superman finds out like he he flies out to Russia to like help Firestorm mm-hmm. uh, and I, I like this part with Superman this yeah is this well, part was cool because this makes sense Like, and it,
1: it's it, it's kind of fucked up too what, how it ends too
0: yeah because Superman goes out there and he finds Firestorm he's surrounded himself with all these glass people because mm-hmm. he's trying to turn them back and he yeah. can't do it and he's like I don't know what's going on Clark like I, I should like I should have been able to change these people and i don't know why i can't change them back mm-hmm. and uh he actually does pull it off like he he's able to turn one of them back after yep. like you know and you know focusing intensely hard and like kind of getting himself together yep and superman's like oh good you can do this like all we have to do is change the rest of them now yep but then that's when shit hits the fan like fire- yeah putin rolls up <laughs> right putin rolls up and he's like all right listen we gotta uh like firestorm is responsible for this like we gotta like like you, the United States has to answer for what's going on mm-hmm. and Superman shows up you know trying to like pitch Firestorm's side be like no 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 no, no. like this whole superhuman theory a misunderstanding yeah like this is a misunderstanding this whole Superman theory is a misunderstanding yeah so, like,
1: like we can save these people like they're not gone
0: right and for some reason Bruce is like on the phone with him like don't take a stance like you're saying too much and I know like, I don't know why like he's not the president yeah he's <laughs> like
1: don't choose a side it's like why like, <laughs> yeah. haven't, we, haven't we
0: established he's a completely independent person yeah
1: it's like he's just trying to like diffuse the situation like right. he's not like saying who's wrong and who's right
0: but then the whole buildup of that is uh we don't know it right now but adrian veidt basically uh makes a fake uh explosion from firestorm's powers yeah which looks exactly like a manhattan explosion but yeah it fools everybody it's
1: blue and everything
0: um yeah so it's a clear very clearly a manhattan explosion and uh it basically starts a battle right there and Superman's forced to like defend because all the glass people are starting to shatter as bullets yeah, are yeah. starting to fly so yep. Superman's like no you got to stop like these people can be saved yeah, they're
2: still alive
0: yeah and so that's when shit starts to escalate yeah <laughs> It, it, like, Jeff Johns basically brings, like, the world to, like, the brink of, like, world war. Like, in an incontinuity DC universe where we're supposed to just wrap this up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing about this can be neatly wrapped up now no. that you've gone this far. Like,
1: there's a reason there's a reason Watchmen was, like, a one-off.
0: Yeah, why it was his own universe. Yeah. Because you can't just, like, go back to picking up more Watchmen comics the next week. Oh, it's more Adventures of the <laughs> Night Owl. Yeah, let's see
1: what happened. <laughs>
0: So the Justice League is pretty easily actually able to figure out that this wasn't Firestorm's explosion. They come up with a very baffling plan, which is very much just to serve
1: the plot. It's it's almost just like fan service kind oh, of. Oh, it,
0: it is. It's fan service, too, because it's like, we got
2: to send everyone. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Well, I, I everyone a, is here. I, I didn't did recognize, a- like, over half the people. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. oh, well, I... Those look like superheroes. I'm sure they are. Like, I'll Green take their word for it. People here, sure. <laughs> they
0: could just be like random people wearing masks for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah,
2: that. Yep. Yeah, okay.
0: You recognize the Doom Patrol, though, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I
1: really appreciated the Doom Patrol cameo. Yeah,
0: they, they had a voiceless cameo, but it was fun enough. Yeah, I took it. Because this is the one issue where I like kind of started having fun. Cause, yeah. Because we we the next issue is pretty much all just like the Justice League versus Manhattan on Mars, mm-hmm. and this issue is actually fun because we're not dealing with anything. Outside of like this issue But then it's immediately
1: It's literally immediately ruined at the beginning of the next issue Oh
0: yeah well no I'm not
1: saying it holds up I know I'm just saying like (laughs) this in a a vacuum No but like everything that happens in this issue that's awesome Like is totally negated at the beginning of the next uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah
0: because, yeah, because like literally everyone in the Justice League or not even in the Justice League, every superhero who Jeff Johns can think of yeah. gets on a ship and goes to Mars mm. because Batman's like, "Well, we don't really know who we're fighting, so we got to send everybody." Yeah. Um and and Batman actually finds out at the last second that like this might be a trap and tries to send a message to stop them, but it's like too late.
1: Well, no, he's sending a message, but it's like it apparently takes 12 minutes to get to the to get to Mars. So like all this is happening on the on Mars with like them getting coming to heads with Doctor Manhattan and Batman's literally sitting in the Batcave like stomping on his like keyboard like come on damn it like faster yeah like, it, send it, maybe <laughs> just keep
0: one superhero in reserve right because if he had just kept like. Kara there he could have been like here Supergirl go take this message to Mars right. yeah go tell <laughs> him Done. to
1: stop like it wasn't Manhattan <laughs> yeah you just need one <laughs> yeah like it's ridiculous
0: but they send everyone and the minute they sent everyone I was like they're all gonna get inca- incapacitated on yep. Mars that's why they're going Like yep. that's why he's sending everyone and sure enough that's what happens
1: yeah and but- that turns out to be the plan the whole time
0: right But the cool part is we do kind of get a little bit of, like, each of these heroes taking their own stab at taking down Manhattan. Yeah,
2: because he's just toying with everyone. And that's just, like, 90% of this comic is him, like, treating humanity like a freaking ant. Well, I mean,
1: at least in this way, it's, like, in a badass way and not him just being, like, a douche. And and he's being, like, kind of douchey. Like, they all show up and he's like, oh, hello. (laughs) And
2: they're like, are you going to, like stop doing what you're doing <laughs> and he's like no i'm busy building a little sandcastle yeah yeah the, it's like well what the fuck
1: yeah and they're just like trying to ask him questions and he's just like you you do not understand what you're asking it's just like well explain it dickhead yeah and even right.
2: martian Manhunter's like i can read your head just meet me halfway yeah <laughs> and exactly. Exactly. i get that he doesn't like care about humanity but if you didn't care about humanity you wouldn't go around smashing them like ants exactly you just wouldn't care and toying with them you wouldn't fucking care you wouldn't pay any attention to yeah. it yeah well and but what, he's like well i'm bored so i'm going to go Go kill shit yeah that's you know, my problem it's like well what <laughs> that,
0: that's one of my and i, I can get into it now because that's one of my major problems with this book is his portrayal of Dr. Manhattan because mm-hmm. his portrayal of Dr. Manhattan was just like super selfish because the only reason he's even in this story is to explain why the plot is happening and what is going to happen with the plot.
1: Yeah, he's like, just a plot tool. He was he, not yeah, even yeah. for a
0: second concerned like what would John do? Like how did John's story nope. get developed at the end of Watchmen and how does that change now?
1: Yeah, he just molded him to like uh, benefit the story. Because
0: because like Dr. Manhattan went through character development at the end of Watchmen. Oh yeah. Like, like he was on Mars and learned that like life is like you know life isn't pointless like right. i understood like mm-hmm. i understand the miracle of life now and i want to help you know cultivate it yep so Jeff Geoff- Johns' answer for that is like, "Oh, I'm gonna teleport myself somewhere else and just keep doing the same shit, except even yep. colder." Yeah, and, and the way he grows
2: <laughs> in this is the exacts it mirrors the way he grew in the the original Watchmen comic. Yeah, except less layers. Like he ends up yeah. caring about humanity. He based- I mean, without getting into it too much. But, yeah, except like, for this reason, for no reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He just exactly.
1: relearns the same lesson, except making or fucking up more shit along the way. Yeah. Right so the, the so the
0: battle on mars it's cool enough albeit very superficial mm-hmm. like it doesn't mean anything
1: it's yeah it's fan service and i'll
0: point this out flex mentallo should have put up more of a fight he basically oh, he is dr he, manhattan's he body yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, i don't I they don't want to explain flex yeah. mentallo but exactly. whatever and and like we mentioned some of the characters who we've been leading up to to this point straight up fall off the comic at this point adrian Veidt is at least doing stuff off the board but mime and marionette vanish Uh, Reggie vanishes. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Because
0: once he learns that (laughs) Adrian Veidt's lying to him, he straight up. Just he's like, "All right, I'm going to go be a hobo." He just
1: freaks out. (laughs) He just freaks out. He's like, "Oh, I can't deal with it."
0: So at this point, we're we're. again we're only told we don't see any of it we're told that basically Russia and the United States are on the brink of war over this firestorm situation we hear on the news like the United States has until midnight to turn over firestorm or else Russia will officially declare war I'm like is this how this works yeah like we're counting down at 1201 we're invading (laughs) not a minute later I I saw I saw the red message I know you saw it (laughs) I saw the read receipt so like Vite at this point is pretty much behind the scenes bringing the world like trying to bring the world to the brink A collapse because he thinks like Superman will be able to convince John to like turn over like more easier even though the death of his own universe wasn't enough to motivate him. I don't know why right. the death of this one would motivate him.
1: Yeah, the universe that he's just been fucking around in. Yeah. <laughs> like hey,
0: your sandbox is about to blow up. Yeah, like, I'll,
1: okay, I'll find another one. Yeah, I I'm, can really go anywhere.
0: <laughs> you know I'm Dr. Manhattan, right? I don't give a shit about anyone here. I don't know why you think I'd care. <laughs> God damn. Except for in the last issue when he suddenly becomes number one Superman fan out of nowhere. Yeah, Dayware. just fucking,
1: just goes full fanboy. Buys all the Superman yeah. comics. <laughs> Dr. Superman.
0: Because uh, we're, we're, getting close to the end of this comic here because we we, uh as this conflict is escalating one of the dumbest parts is like this whole time behind the scenes Black Adam has been like recruiting superheroes to Condoc because he's like well superheroes aren't welcome in your country come over to Condoc and we'll welcome you a
1: country of superheroes yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: and I'm like okay sure whatever but then he starts like like, invading other countries exactly
1: because that's the problem you make a country superheroes the first thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna start taking over the fucking world
0: so at this point Black Adam is like literally attacking the White House like we're we're, we've reached ridiculousness (laughs) at this point
2: like I've lost all belief of what's happening This comic. so crazy unlike uh, the white house is under attack yeah. what you what is happening just turn in the pages okay yep why not
0: mm-hmm. and so the conclusion of this comic is going to take me a while to, to uh,
3: <laughs> the way this
0: wraps up is so infuriating because jeff johns i think just ran out of pages like i think at a certain point writing this he was six or seven issues in, probably like where we stopped, and yeah. I think he realized at a certain point, like, oh, I got to start
2: fucking doing stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going is- to have to wrap this up. This <laughs> yeah. got to make sense at some point. Oh,
0: shit. I've been spending six issues dicking around with the mime and the marionette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for exactly. real. Well, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, forget it. They're not going to appear in the next four issues. I yeah. don't have room for them. They're gone. <laughs> Adrian Veidt's going to do stuff, but we, can't, we don't have time to see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So as we mentioned earlier, Black Adam is attacking the White House, which is just nonsense. Yeah. Because <laughs> like he's attacking outside and somehow like it's becoming like a con Like <laughs> Superman shows up, he's like, Black Adam, this has gone too far. Like yeah, literally look around. He's <laughs> like,
1: I'm just catching up, but I know this is not this has gone way too far. <laughs> yeah,
0: so so we get like Superman versus like the Russian Justice League. Yeah. And uh and that's where he finds like Dr. Manhattan just like walking through the rubble and and he and just we- shows up. God, he's just like a
2: big blue curious George. Yeah. Just like fucking, fucking around with people. And just- yeah,
0: he, he's like a guy playing like a, a video game. Like, a, like an RT... Like, yeah, he's like a yeah. guy who got bored playing Zoo Tycoon, and he's like, what if I put a gate on the front entrance and let all the tigers loose? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so we see him, and then he looks at Superman, and this is the scene we've seen a million times leading up to this. He's it's like, like, I
1: see Superman, yeah. I see me, and then I see darkness.
0: Yeah, he's like, "Superman, this is the last thing I see. Superman goes to punch me, and yeah. then nothing happens. He
1: either destroys me or I destroy everything.
0: Yeah, and what we find out happens is... There's a guy behind Dr. Manhattan who Superman was punching over his shoulder. Yep. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like how tricky is that? Like, first of all, John, all you had to do is look at his, look at Clark's eyes. Yeah. Like, you can tell where he's gonna punch.
1: Exactly. Like, that's that's on you. Although, buddy. I mean, they were in, they were doing the red mode, but but still.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, it's very convoluted because I'm, you know, you know, I take that back. I'm fine with the the setup of the situation, but the fact that that's what turns John and makes him change his mind. I know. You're not selling me on that at all. I know. Because this is the same Doctor Manhattan who we're told. Left Janie, like, did not give a shit about her, left her for a younger woman because he doesn't give a shit about humanity. Yep. Then, you know, abandoned humanity, uh, and then basically abandoned them again just to fuck with the DC universe. Yep. And then was prepared, let the Watchmen universe die. Yep. Is prepared to let this one die. But then what convinces him to turn and be a good person again is Superman asked him nicely. I mean... Essentially. Well,
1: that and that, like... That after everything he's done, that Superman wouldn't want to like destroy him. Well, that's that's basically what. It, yeah, that that's what it is. It's like he punched the guy behind me instead of me. Yeah, like that, after everything I did, like what a nice guy. So you're telling me
0: that like <laughs> the fact that Superman tried to save your life is so fucking shocking. That <laughs> it rocks you to your core. It
1: literally like. Turns Dr. Manhattan's world upside down. Turns his
0: cold heart. <laughs> his heart grew his- three times <laughs> high- the size that day. The fucking Grinch. All it took was Clark to be like, I'm going to punch a guy for you. And <laughs> she's like, yeah. this guy's just yeah. a total bro. now i get it now i get why everybody likes him yeah Yeah. that's exactly what it is because within that two seconds the fact he's so shocked that superman like helped him even though he's been following his life since the fucking 30s yeah Yeah.
1: and messing with it and constantly
0: changing it yeah he should be like the one superman expert on earth exactly and like all of a sudden he's like whoa i didn't see that coming i get superman now he's my favorite yeah and like that it comes out of nowhere because he's like i understand i am inspired (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm inspired for the first time Yeah, it's like
0: Superman convinces John to change like his ways in like what I think is two pages mm-hmm. and like he uses like Janie as one of the reasons and I'm like I'm not buying this the whole
1: story about him leaving behind the pictures and like and then Lex Luthor collecting all of them yeah
0: I don't know why Jeff John seems to think like Janie was the missing link of this story
1: it's, it comes out of nowhere yeah, Janie was so unimportant to John by the time he turned into Dr. Manhattan right like, like if any if any anyone meant a lot to Dr Manhattan it was Lori
0: yeah Lori like gave him that epiphany and like he yeah. had more like life experience yeah, with Lori like more in common with her yeah
1: yeah Lori was like his who how he realized that humanity was like a miracle
0: Lori by the way not even in this book not well, even like I don't even think she's mentioned
1: uh, which is shocking so Jeff
0: Johns has nothing to say about her <laughs> yeah which is
1: ridiculous especially when you want to revolve a bulk of the story around Dr Manhattan
0: yeah so like Jeff Johns decided well the characters I have something to say about are Uh, Vite and Manhattan except clearly he has nothing to say about Dr. Manhattan do
1: we want to talk about the comedian's
0: fate oh yeah we can talk about the comedian now so basically what Dr. Manhattan is you know convinced that Superman's the greatest I'm going to fix everything yeah well we'll talk about this first oh yeah yeah he rebuilds he rebuilds the DC universe from scratch to undo all the changes literally there's like two whole pages of just black yeah, and then he, like, kind of rebuilds it all and kind of, like, he, he goes back in time and undoes all the changes he did. Yeah. Like, he's like, I moved the lantern back. Alan Scott reforms yeah, the Justice dude, Society. Dude, this part
1: was unbearable. It's literally, like, three entire three straight pages of just back-to-back-to-back, like, time changes. Oh, like, yeah, and you don't it's even It's 1941. Need... It's 1958. It's 1985. And you know exactly what he's doing. Like, you don't even need to read th- You don't, you you it, don't need to read it. It's all this. the things that you already read he did. He could have been
0: one panel. I did undid all my dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then it goes on once he fixes everything, then it literally dedicates an entire page of text to the future to the future oh, that's of, like infuriating. of how like this almost world war three brink just like started just like cooled off they're like oh all the world leaders are pulling back to chill out <laughs> like <laughs> what what's what's even yeah that's so dumb and he's like no he like goes down the list chill is like
0: out. this this country's cool with it this country was also cool with yeah, it. yeah
1: <laughs> literally explains each individual like each actor in this World War 3 that, like, what they decided to do once like, Dr. Manhattan fixed everything. Oh,
0: and he even has the audacity to try to, like, call the shots for the entire future of the DC <laughs> Universe.
1: Yeah! Literally predicts each major event.
0: A- as if writers are gonna be, like, taking notes on Doomsday Clock for years. Right. Yeah. Like, wait, oh, what did Jeff John say would happen in the year 2030? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, cannon. oh, fuck. How am I gonna make this fit? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought about that, too. Yeah, because, yeah, like, some of the events he references in there are things that have already been announced, like that crisis oh, event okay. and the 5g like those are things that are happening gotcha. like next year gotcha. so like he starts out with those and he's like these things are happening but what about even further yeah w- what if they rehire jeff johns and let him write everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then at the last second, he like you know, t- it's th- this whole thing is just him basically throwing one last like piece of shit into the windmill, just like oh, I want. Jesus. I want all of my stuff to stick. Yeah, because he like goes through all of the characters he's written. Like Barry Allen created the Speed Force. That's my thing. Keep it canon, you dicks. <laughs> and so like he just goes through all of this shit and it's just like i'm reading this and i'm like i i I'm, i started skimming it at the i end. did too
1: i was like get to it buddy because like, like, i was like none of this it. is staying canon this yeah. is all bullshit yeah, i
0: don't care get
1: on with it and so we, we get the
0: wrap-up which is like <laughs> john say i want to talk about this because john saves how john saves the dc universe oh yeah is ridiculous because And Superman even calls this out. He's like, John, it will take all of your power to save the two universes. If you (laughs) You do it, you'll die. You
1: have just the right amount of power, but you'll die.
0: And he's like, Clark, uh, actually, I can do it just fine. I don't know why you want me to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, it surely will
1: use all your energy.
0: For some arbitrary reason, it takes all of his power to restore both universes. Yeah. So he brings back the Watchmen universe pretty much right when they left. Yeah, he saves just enough power. what, What he does, his... Because he's going to die after he does this. So what yep. he does in order to save the Watchmen universe is Seals he someone's baby. Oh, no, no. It's, no, <laughs> before that. Oh, he, yeah. He yeah. makes all the nukes on Earth <laughs> disappear. disappear yep. Which... Couldn't he have done that from the beginning? Oh, no, but it's worse because that part might work if Dr. Manhattan stays alive.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, with
0: Dr. Manhattan dead, what does destroying all the nukes do? They're gonna have more nukes by breakfast.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, well, th- well, th- they even says it in a panel. It's like now the talks of building no more new nukes is starting. It's like that. That's would never work. Yeah, that would never yeah,
0: work. Yeah. So either that line is dumb and doesn't matter, or it's literally Jeff Johns trying to tell us no world peace is taking over. And I'm like, <laughs> that's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's all it takes. Just like get rid of the nukes, and surely no one will build anymore. again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not
0: building anymore. Right? <laughs> all the nukes disappeared, so we just decided fuck it. Let's yeah. try world peace. Yeah, yeah. like
1: because like, no one would use any other weapon i'm yep. not buying this
0: for Close a second the nuke is...
2: factories <laughs>
1: well i
0: guess we don't need nukes anymore yeah. right God. i guess i'll find a new line at work is cooking <laughs> easy <laughs> <laughs> there's money in that right and because john's idea is like and i like the message of this enough but practically it's very dumb because mm-hmm. he's like oh well if every universe needs a superman
1: maybe that's all ours needs
0: yeah and leaves like a little like baby clark like at the doorstep of like a home in the washman universe I, put, like, I think
1: it's supposed to be sally uh it's supposed to be the original Silk Spectre when she's oh, okay. a little girl. I okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but but so my,
0: I was reading that the whole time, basically going, this Clark's going to die tomorrow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they're going to have more nukes by breakfast. Nuclear <laughs> war's going to start tomorrow morning. Exactly. <laughs> I, John, you didn't save anything.
1: Yeah, like the, the whole universe is going to go down the toilet again.
0: You should have spent more time learning. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. And so back in the DC universe, how, how they wrap things up is now they got to get all these fucking Washman characters off the board. Yep. It's like, please make them leave. Yeah. So Adrian Veidt is like, you got to go back to answer for your crime. And like the com- was it the comedian who shoots him? I, I think the com- no, yeah yeah the comedian shoots yeah the, the comedian shows up at the last second. He's like this is for, this is for trying to kill me. Like shoots Vite and he's like bleeding. And then that's when and then Reggie comes. Yeah, up. that's where Reggie gets his moment where he's like, no, we're saving you, Vite. And he's like, you're not Rorschach, are you? I'm like, Whatever. he's like,
1: no, it's like, Rorschach is <laughs> is me. Or and
0: no, it's... <laughs> no, that's what he says. He's like, no, I'm not Rorschach. Rorschach is me. Oh okay, and God. I'm like, I still hate this. Okay,
1: take. <laughs> oh yeah, I for- we forgot to go back to this. So the whole. His whole speech, the internet bio thing. Oh, yes. So that that was him saying that. So, okay. uh, Here's my question. So, the whole thing leading up to this while he's playing. So, was he just quote unquote playing Rorschach like he was talking like in, in Rorschach where he was like man bad like me hungry <laughs> and then all of a sudden once this he goes off on this di- right. yeah. he goes off on this diatribe and it's just like oh the, the society is cursed by internet bile and, and being on their cell phones
0: oh it's worse than that because you make a really good point like he like had like broken English at he's the been like he's yeah. been that literate this entire I, time yeah. right
2: and I knew what he was trying to do but it, it, it was not because like he wanted to make him Rorschach talk like Rorschach talk. but, yeah. but yeah. now
0: and, all of a sudden when he needs him to make a grand point you know like, he all of a sudden he's like cuz that's the cuz there's what what Eric's talking about here is this. There's, there's this narration that happens over a lot of the scenes we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: it's happening in between like all the like once the like, like over the it's battle. It's the butting heads and, of yeah, Superman yeah. and Doctor Manhattan. Yeah,
0: and it's it's Reggie talking to Batman, or yeah. it might be Alfred. And both of them. Yeah, and he's talking. He's like, "No, let me tell you about the problem that's going on today." <laughs> and this is what I think Jeff Johns was like. Oh shit, I, I'm I'm writing a Watchmen book. I gotta try to make like a political point here. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, well, what do I talk about? I haven't been paying attention to politics in the past like six years." <laughs> <laughs> all right, I know. I'll talk about how both sides are always. Fighting and there's uh, internet stuff going on, and people <laughs> yeah. are always in their phone. Yeah, I'm like, this is a cold ass take. Man. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> oh,
1: it's the self righteous liberals and the the um the whole identity thing, the, the politics. Identity politics. It's like,
0: yeah, because well, his whole his whole thing is he's like trying to pitch this idea of like the two sides just won't stop fighting and no one will extend an olive branch out
1: yeah i'm like you like they forgot how to it's like yeah like you're not
0: paying attention to like discourse at all in the the world right now if that's (laughs) your take and especially because reggie is the one giving this speech and Mm -hmm. he's talking about like people today they don't get out of their phones they're surrounded by internet bile and they're swimming in it (laughs) and i'm like reggie you are from the year 1992 how do you know what a cell phone is?
1: (laughs) And like, how do you know what the internet is? And this basically implies that either a, he was just talking like, like rorschach or just like an illiterate moron just to throw people off and then but he was secretly the
0: smartest person in the world simultaneously inventing the internet (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) knowing what a different dimension was doing with the internet 20 years later
0: yeah because that's my whole problem with this speech is it's very very clearly just jeff johns talking to us oh yeah through reggie's voice of all people yeah because like that's my whole that's one of my biggest problems with this story is it is like meatless Mm -hmm. like Especially if you're gonna follow up on Watchmen, like one, like Lindelof, what he said is like uh, Lindelof when he was gonna be doing the HBO Watchmen show, he denied it three times. They asked oh, him really? to do Watchmen, and he denied hmm. it three different times because huh. he's like, "This shouldn't be done." Like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he eventually he got an idea. Because he uh, read like an article about the Tulsa race riots. And he's like, oh, I can make it kind of like about this. Mm-hmm. And so he was, That's like, really oh. cool. he, and he was like, oh, OK, I have an idea now. Like, I have a story I need to tell. Like, I'm going to do this show now. Yeah, yeah. But Jeff Johns, like, he did the opposite. He was like, "Uh, what if like Dr. Manhattan is the reason we have retcons? <laughs> oh, I'm going to try to make that a story. <laughs> like, you're working backwards, man. I mm-hmm. know. And,
1: and it's. It's like a mix of working backwards and just rehashing the same story in just a different setting.
0: Right. Because another thing Lindelof said about his Watchmen show is like it has to be contemporary. Mm -hmm. It has to have like a modern political message. Exactly.
1: We're not in the Cold War anymore. Right. That doesn't connect with most people today.
0: Exactly. Like, whereas Jeff Johns' political message is like, I'm going to emulate the Cold War and make it like that, but with superheroes.
2: And it's like he tries to be super ambitious with like the scale of things he's doing. Like he tries to have all of the superheroes like on Mars, and then like they almost die, but they don't really. And then it's like he's trying to do something meaningful, but nothing ever actually really happens. You know, right? You know the whole always gets erased. Yeah, you know something happens, and you're like, holy shit, that's huge, and then it just goes back and it gets erased or it gets reset or. Yeah, there's no state. He's trying, but he's not doing anything. And and, and,
0: and if he's trying to send a message here, like, what's his message at the end? Like, oh, blink. Like I'll just snap my fingers and it's all fixed. Exactly. I'm like, that's how we fix the world's problems. Snap.
1: So you're telling me that none of this mattered and I didn't need to read it. Exactly. He goes back
2: with an eraser and just like, nothing mattered. Oh,
1: no, I take that back. He created a Dr. Manhattan Superboy. And yeah it, oh <laughs> yeah, no
2: because t- no, yeah.
1: actually one thing you said like
0: how you said it is how it should have had like how it should have happened was he goes back in time and all of a sudden none of this happened but, yeah but all of this stays canon like oh right dr right. manhattan goes back in time and starts altering things and they and, know and when we pick up in present day they're still fighting in front of the white house yeah i'm like if he changed history how did any of this still happen exactly like none of this makes sense if he changed history and all
1: this chaos that ensued like just somehow simmered down and they remember everything just as it happened exactly because Jeff and I- I'm calling bullshit
0: because Jeff Johns understands time travel he's written better time travel stories before, yeah but he this is this is just him writing himself into a hole and just being like eh, fuck it they-, they won't complain too much. <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> he only had one issue to do it
0: yeah because he's like uh, well I mean these other stories might have been written like I might have erased these other stories like I made them not canon but my story stays canon yeah exactly so and that's so that's where we, we- we've kind of been dancing around it a little bit but that's where we get the wrap-up of the Watchmen characters that's where ozymandias gets shot he goes back to the Watchmen universe and then uh they they look at the comedian the comedian's like well what what happens to me now yeah and
1: they're like lex Luthor comes out of nowhere with like a a like it freezes him in place like hey what's the meaning of this guy and then he's just (laughs) like he says some quip and then sends Uh, the comedian back to the moment. He's like thrown out the window back in the old So the comedian still
0: dies like how he
1: always did except he like blinks back and he's like, this is bullshit. Yeah, so basically Dr. Manhattan brought him back to like fuck around and then just go immediately back to dying. Oh, that's exactly (laughs) it. Like (laughs) Like, that's it.
0: Dr. Manhattan's reasoning for bringing the comedian back make no sense. It's
1: literally just to be a wild card.
0: That's like pure nostalgia bait. (laughs) Exactly. Which which is really funny in a comic where like they even reference like nostalgia because (laughs) like that's a a theme of Watchmen like nostalgia is dangerous. Yeah, But this is him using it in exactly the way they're talking about yep (laughs) oh god so the comedian shows up just to be like cool and then disappears so that's kind of where we're left off like that's my main like that's i like what this book could have done like you can tell like a a a story that kind of emphasizes why superman is hopeful but a Jeff Johns has told that story a million times. Yeah. Everyone's told that story a million times. You've got to add something new to it and not just tell it at me. Yeah,
3: exactly. Like, that's the
0: main thing. It's like, that, that's B. Like, don't just tell it at me. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to show me something. Like, like the part where Superman lifts the car over the family's head is like the only, like, <laughs> part in there where I'm like, oh, he's doing a Superman thing. Exactly. Like, the whole uh, the rest of the time, he's just, like, going around, like, and we're just hearing about how hopeful he is and how, like, he <laughs> inspires people. I'm like, I don't need to keep hearing about it. Show it. Yeah. Uh but that's that we're gonna we're gonna stop now. We're yeah, gonna that's we're, all I have to
1: say about that. Yeah. And
0: that's all I'll ever say about it. I don't want to talk about this book no, anymore. I'm exhausted. Again. I want I have been bitching on the internet about this book all week too. So I'm like you guys are hearing like <laughs> my leftovers. Oh, God. God, yeah. I, I I'm I'm done with it at this point. I want I want it behind me. I, I I don't like this like hating on, on a writer. I don't like need Jeff Johns can write comics. It gets books, tiring. Remember. Like he can write comic. If you want to oh, read yeah. good Jeff John, I enjoyed stuff, Black and Yeah. Yeah. If you want to read good Jeff John stuff, go read the Justice Society book he did. Like especially if you like want to read like Doctor Fate okay. or like you know any of those characters you said you like, Josh. Yeah, Doctor Fate. Yeah. Um. So like that that would be a really good book to check out. Also his Green Lantern book I just finished and I really like that. Okay. Like and, and Green Lantern was a great example of him actually doing some political stuff that has some meat to it and having it work. Okay. Because that whole Green Lantern run came in like the wake of nine eleven and he's got a oh. lot of themes in there that fit really well with that. Hmm. Like. He even has like Simon Baz, who's like a, a Middle Eastern uh, man who like gets the Green Lantern ring and oh, okay. like is, like framed for being a terrorist and like goes to Guantanamo Bay. Like, oh, really? Yeah, like he Damn. tells some really hard hitting stuff. Shit. And he, like, so he he that's why I'm so mad at this comic because I know he can do better.
2: I mean, but I, he's just not paying attention. You, you yeah. kind of wonder too, like how how much the <clears throat> comic like the comic companies ask him to do things. Like I always wonder that with writers, like if they're like, okay, we need this to happen within the these issues are I mean, you asking like if DC if he was forced to do, this? to do like I'm, a sure he soft no. I'm sure he doesn't have 100 you don't think so no, I, a... I mean i don't, I don't know I, enough he's about, about, about it comics, uh, yeah, and... yeah
0: he's talked about it. this this whole thing was his it was his idea to bring the watch yeah because that's DC. the only excuse i could think okay. for it being he, so bad he, he, was he was not saddled with someone this. else
2: putting their ideas uh, into it yeah. and then he had to horseshoe around it and then the story suffers because of it no
0: this was all jeff like jeff johns is a big enough name at dc now where if he goes to them with like a big event they'll be like okay like okay. it, at least up up until now like maybe now yeah. they'll be like i don't know are you gonna release it over the course of f- four years <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how fast can you come out with 12 issues <laughs> um but yeah so i mean that's that's why i'm kind of upset it's because like I, I wish this this could have been something like interesting yeah but at least we got the show
1: oh thank you like, i'm the, yep, really glad
0: yeah, yeah. So that's what we'll be talking about next. Is we're going to be breaking down the finale of the TV show uh, and kind of talking about our our thoughts on the our final impressions on that. And then we're we're kind of be we're going to be putting all of Watchmen behind us at that yep. point.
1: Yeah, Because sh- I'm sad to see the show go for sure. Yeah,
0: we we like adored the show. Yeah, I it'll come back. It, it we was don't know. Well, yeah, definitely we one don't of my favorites of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll be talking about that next. All right, so we're here to talk about the finale of the Watchmen show, and because I, I think they set up a lot of the meat of what was going to be like. The, this this is kind of like a Game of Thrones finale where it's mm-hmm. a lot of wrap up, yeah, yeah. Which I like. I, I think oh, that's yeah. a, that's a good way to structure exactly. it. exactly. Um, because we we got all of our backstory on Doctor Manhattan last issue, and we saw him get captured by the Seventh Cavalry. Yep. So where we're kind of left off and to set up the finale is we know Lady True is about to start her shit. Mm-hmm. Like she knows what the Seventh Cavalry is doing, and she doesn't care. So yep. it's something that like she's planning like for that to happen.
1: Exactly. And I mean do we want to jump to that point or do we kind of go and in-
0: well, because where, where we're left is uh, Laurie is still captured by the 7th Cavalry. They're kind of like explaining all their plans to her, which is like exactly like the 12th issue yeah. of, of Watchmen, which and I thought was kind of cool. They're yeah. setting
1: up this weird looking cage that like it's it's obviously something where like they're planning to imprison Dr. Manhattan. Right.
0: And, and he, uh,
2: Senator Keene, has all the other white supremacists gathered with him. And he's like, listen, yeah, it's this is so, our time. Yeah, it's yeah. a big presentation. Yeah. He wants them all to look at him in his Dr. Manhattan underwear. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan Speedo. Which they do address. Thank God. I was like, somebody say something. Yeah she's like you look like an idiot yeah because Lori's like you look yeah. like an idiot in that speedo yeah. <laughs> although
1: this was the one thing that like the whole entire show that that guy like the only right thing he ever said he was like listen lady if i'm gonna be like a god i don't need to be like flaunting my dick around in everyone's <laughs> face like i think being a god is enough i don't need to like brag about it <laughs> and then john's like hey i i, I uh loud and proud
0: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we do actually get a little bit of backstory on Lady True as well. We actually uh, because the opening scene of this of this episode is. Uh, lady True's mother who we find out was a janitor working at Vite's uh, Pyramid Industries Yeah and
1: it's like it's it happens while Vite is filming his like video that we saw earlier of him like yep. saying that that he, yeah. he was the one that created the the attack and all that and he's, it's like his video to Robert Redford
0: And we see her sneak into his office and like he has this giant painting of Alexander the Great behind yep. him and she goes behind the painting and there's this safe that has all these like vials of of his sperm yeah. that he's been freezing. Oh, well, I thought yeah. it was hand
2: lotion. Okay. <laughs> well, no,
1: she <laughs> she put <laughs> hand lotion in the one she stole of them because yeah, it because it looks know. close enough. So, yep. so Lady True is a half descendant of uh, yeah. yeah, and we
0: even get a flashback of when she tries to visit uh, Ozymandias. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's basically like, "Hey, I know you're responsible for like all this world calamity, and I I think it's awesome. Like, yep. I, I it's a genius plan, and I want to like study under you." Yeah. And he's basically like. You're not, like, you're my daughter? Like, wait, like, because like, he accuses her, her mother of, like, like, that wasn't hers to do. Like, you're not. Yeah, you're, like your mother's a thief. Yeah, like, you, like, that's not your intelligence. You stole it from me. Yep. Um, uh, which is a kind of a cool line that I like because that's ex- exactly something he would say. Oh like, yeah, like hey, you didn't deserve that. I earned that. Not you.
1: <laughs> like that was my jizz. It's like that's not really how intelligence <laughs> works, but okay. I mean, it, I'm <laughs> to sure a, little a little bit, bit of it, but genetics.
0: you don't just become a doctor because no, no. you're the son of uh, or the daughter of Azimandia. Exactly. Um, but that's just him being dismissive and having his ego, which yes. which is they have in common, which so I like.
1: There's a cool line then, which like ties together his story where he says like when she's walking out, when he's kicking her out, he's like, I'll never call you daughter. So then it kind of flips to that when it shows when he's on the moon writing that out because the last we saw the his message was it just said save me D and it turns out he wrote save me daughter and that's that was the one he was trying to get to save Yep, him. and
0: then because because the, her Lady Truth satellite goes by Europa the moon of Jupiter yep. and sees the message and then a pod lands outside of Ozymandias' cell yep and ozymandias like sees it and walks out and i love this scene this is
1: such a great like way to tie shit together Yeah, because
0: it ties up all of the europa stuff in almost like a really funny way it's just a a good way to tie it up it's
1: hilarious because you
0: find out that he veit's been basically treating this whole thing like a game yeah because they've kind of hinted at it up to this point but i kind of take this as confirmation that everything that's happened to him is stuff he has written yep because it's basically
1: a giant play.
0: Yes. So that when he gives them the, the sheets for that play, initially we think it's just the Dr. Manhattan stage yep. play that we see. Yep. But what he wrote was actually the entirety of this Europa plot.
1: Yeah. Like, like the whole pirate bandit guy who like who uh like basically arrests him and puts him on trial like that was all like he created him to be like his adversary yeah,
0: and the and the uh, prosecution lawyer uh who like is roasting him the oh, whole it's the time. same guy it's the well, same no the, guy. the woman who's oh him, the woman th- yeah yeah because she she finishes giving her speech and then winks at Veidt and sits down yeah, yeah
1: like, like, <laughs> uh, how'd I do <laughs> <laughs> great performance
0: yeah and uh listening to uh Lindelof's podcast he um he made a, a cool uh I, or someone made a cool observation that he answered to, which someone asked, like, there's a part in that scene where Vite like, a tear drops down his face, and, like, someone asked, like, what is that for? Yeah. And Lindelof's take is, like, well, I think you can kind of take what you want from it, but my take from it is that uh, he wanted to, like, he staged this uh, courtroom drama to try to like elicit some kind of emotional response out of himself, okay. and it's not working. Oh. so like that's why he's upset. He's like, none of this means. That's anything. why he
1: rips the fart as his closing statement. Yeah, <laughs> he's, so he's, he's just like, this is all bullshit. Yeah,
0: he's like, like e- even this is hollow to me. Like yeah. that's why he sheds the tear. He's like, I have to leave. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. this isn't working anymore. Yeah. Um, and so he does, and then like the guy with the mask, <laughs> like goes. He's like, I can't let you leave, sir, and goes to shoot him, and then Adrian Veidt does the classic bullet catch, which yeah. I loved. Um, and then, uh, he, uh, stabs him with the horseshoe, yep, stabs the warden. And then <laughs> he's like,
1: he's like, was I a good adversary, sir? <laughs> he's just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> just cold as ice as he's
2: dying. Oh my God.
0: O- Ozymandias in this show is like delightfully it evil. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's oh, fun. Yeah. It's, oh. it's fun. I like it. Oh yeah. Um, so he gets in the rocket, and uh, in the rocket they're like, "Prepare for stasis." And he pretty much gets Han Soloed, yeah. in a carbonite,
1: <laughs> and it literally gets turned into a gold statue, which was the same statue that we've from been earlier. Seeing, you know. so, so, in the timeline of like, uh, of like the Doctor Manhattan stuff and the stuff going on on Earth, that's like all happening while Adrian Veidt is frozen in a gold statue. Yeah,
0: this whole Europa plot happened basically before Episode Two. Yeah, or no, before Episode Five. Because, yes because that's Adrian invite that's we we're finding out now what that's thing that landed in the yard Oh was. yeah
1: yeah when Lady Chu shows up to that uh, that farm to buy it and gives those that those the parents thing falls the baby, from space that's that's, Veidt. that's him landing cuz yeah. cuz the woman's like what is that and Lady Chu's like it's mine
0: Yep And and that's also kind of makes the line funny uh, when we first see the gold statue because Laurie goes up to it. She's like, "Why'd you make him so fucking old? (laughs) Yeah, like he
1: looks (laughs) terrible."
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I imagine like Vite in the statue, like, (laughs) if he could hear any of that, (laughs) he would have been like, "No." So the 7th Cavalry, like where we left it last episode, he got sucked up by the Ghostbusters gun. Yep. And uh, it gets launched into the cell that they have built for him. And he's just kind of sitting there on his knees, just kind of resigned to his fate. Like, he's like, okay, this is it. This is the end.
1: Well, and like the thing he's in, like with the tachyons, it makes him like confused. So he's like just trying to like gather his thoughts. right?
0: And so like Lori's sitting there like, you guys can't do this. This is insane. And then... Yep. And then um. Angela shows up like with her gun like pointed at it and like right away like this is stopping right now like I'm putting that like John are you okay
1: yeah she's like you guys can't you aren't gonna get away with this Lady True knows yeah. you're gonna do this all yeah. the equipment you're using are from her right. and the they're like oh no we too. stole them like yeah. no she let you steal them yeah because... this is all her plan yeah like this yeah. is her idea you're playing right into her trail. and they're like hmm. no
2: we're just smart we're not <laughs> just smart it's like nah
1: yeah and Looking Glass is
0: undercover at this point too he's, yep. he's posing as one of the like, the 7th Cavalry members and he's talking to Laurie yeah he's told, he's the one holding Laurie. Cuz Laurie's like just shoot someone and he's like then what? Yeah like then yeah. what are we going to do? Yeah. But uh so Senator Keane puts on his speedo and gets him, gets into his like cosmic porta potty. I speech. knew he
2: was going to die. I yeah. knew it. Oh, I yeah, knew he it. Had I was to. like this is going to be great. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to come out but it's going to be absolutely disgusting. Oh yeah, no
0: it was cuz he goes into the machine it activates Lady True shows up uh, and the machine like it all like starts lighting up the whole building kind of falls apart yep. and like her men start moving in and like
2: all of the 7th Cavalry members are like out cold immediately. Yeah. yeah. It kind of um, looked like a psychic blast. A lot like it but it I probably don't think it, it was, that they probably, there's know. probably some merit to that. It did yeah. kind of seem like yeah. that because everyone's kind of disoriented. Oh, I think yep. she said they teleported, and that's why oh, oh, oh she, she yeah, she does say that. Yeah. Like, sorry, like, the sorry. teleportation like yeah. fucks with people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, um And then she looks at Angela. and says, oh, like oh, sorry, Angela, I didn't know you'd be here. Yeah. like this this is gonna be painful. Didn't expect to see you. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't mean to make this personal. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and so she goes to activate the machine. And it's, there's a part two where like she opens the door like for where Senator
2: Keane was yeah. and he comes out. It's just a big puddle of blood. It's just, <laughs> oh, it's just a yeah. goopy mess of mush. He yeah. was so cocky going into that, I I that <laughs> scene. He's like, just wait. When I come out, I'm going to be like the baddest motherfucker. And then he comes out and he's just like a pool of blood. And uh. Yeah. And
0: like the, the blast like knocks Lori onto her back in the chair. And then like she's on her back and like she sees Adrian like lean over and she's like. Lori? no, yeah, <laughs> he's like Adrian. You're like, am I dead? Like, Not yet. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a cool like reunion.
0: Yeah, so, and because then like it's like oh, all the players are back. Like it's cool to actually see Ozymandias and Lori talk to each other again. And Manhattan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have all three of the major Watchmen players who are in the show like reunited again. Yep. Uh, and so, like, and what ends up being the, the difference maker is that the pool blood. blood, yeah. Sen- the pool Senator the- Keene saves lives, he in saved this. the day <laughs> he kind of saved people because Senator Keene's blood leaks under the railing of like the, the force field, cage, and yeah. so he's able to use that to kind of like send a pulse through the blood yep. into the outside,
1: which Te- and then, yeah, teleports and teleports Lori. Looking, bite, glass and and looking glass and looking glass uh to Alaska. Yeah. Or the is it the North Pole? Yeah. Or Antart- it's, it's Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Lady
2: True's like, You asshole, you know how much work it was <laughs> to get everybody here in the like, same I place? I wanted
1: my daddy to see my accomplishments. Yeah, exactly. Damn it.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's kind of where we get like Lady True's true weakness is it's her Vanity, ego. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly yeah. Vite's yeah. thing. Yeah. And Vite's like, I know my daughter. Yeah. Because <laughs> like she doesn't want to turn on the machine unless like Vite's there to see her do it. Yeah. So it's like that like, like she could have maybe even become Manhattan if she had just been like, fuck it, I gotta hit the button. It literally,
1: now. yeah, it bought him a lot of time.
0: Yeah, because she's like, No, we gotta get him back. And eventually yep. she gives up, but it's too late at that point. Exactly. Because Vite's whole plan is he gets teleported back to his base and he's like, Oh, I know what we can pretty do. Pretty smart,
1: actually. Yeah, he's pretty like, cool way to do it. He thinks
0: of it immediately. He's like, I still have the squid machine. If I freeze the squids beforehand, dropping from that high in the sky, it'll be like cannonballs. Yeah, it'll be like tiny razor blades. Yeah. So that's what he does is he turns on it's like freezing squid time. Yeah. Like these freezing squids start falling from the
1: sky. And they're like messing they're going right through her machines and breaking all yeah we get it
0: like a, she's like holding out her arms like jesus and oh like, yeah like,
1: gets a stigmata right through the hand
0: yeah and then she looks like her, oh, the hole in her hand and she's like oh fuck <laughs> like damn it yeah the whole machine comes crashing down in her head and yep. like she gets so that's the end of lady true yep uh but it's also sadly the end of dr manhattan as well because he was right this is the where it ends in tragedy like yeah. he's been telling angela the e- whole time exactly and the-
1: we, yeah, dude. There's even the the moment where like he's just about to get sucked up into her machine or whatever. And I can't remember the exact line. Oh, I do. He, oh, you Cause do. It, yeah,
0: because it was like I was like, oh my god, it's like this is like an emotional scene. Like you did, you turned Doctor Manhattan into a
1: character. Yeah, this is how you do you it. You Gave humanity to Doctor Manhattan. Yes, like, like that's that, how you do it. That's
0: where his arc was supposed to go.
1: Exactly. So
0: like, and that's where he ends it with. He's like, no, it's like, don't be sad. Like I'm not dying right now. I'm with you at all times. Yeah, like right I'm now. with you
1: in all the moments like we were together. Yeah, like
0: I'm reliving it all right now. times times and I always will. Yeah. And it's like that's
1: all oh, it's like that's like oh that's like the perfect like humanity Dr. Manhattan line. Yep, and like, then and
0: then he goes and then she's just like left in tears. Like yeah. no like yeah, it's yeah, so it, it's, perfect. It's a great ending yeah it's like, such a
1: good arc for Dr. Manhattan. Like,
0: and like all this stuff is like a lot of people argued it all tied up really neatly and like I can understand that complaint, but I kind of like at this point, like at episode nine in a show that's not gonna come back, that's kind of what I wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like they and they leave enough loose ends because by the end, like they they leave us with a big cliffhanger where, cause Dr. Oh, yeah. Ma- Dr. Manhattan set up this whole time, like, uh, like. Because she asked him, like, is it possible for you to transfer your powers? And he's, he's like, like well, hypothetically, yeah. If, if I like made like food that was super powered, and someone ate it, for example, like they would get my powers. Yeah. And like at first, I thought they were setting that up for that to be like the Seventh Cavalry's plan. Exactly. And so I'd yeah. been thinking that the whole time. And when it ended up being wrong, I just kind of forgot about it. Yep. Uh, but then she goes home and like she sees the the carton of eggs that she smashed on the ground when John was trying to make pancakes. Yep. And uh, there's one egg left. Yep. And she has a flashback to John saying that, and all of a sudden, like the gears are spinning in your <laughs> head watching the show and you're like oh fuck <laughs> and so like she goes out to the pool and this is where we get our inception moment where yep. like cause John told her like you need to see me standing on water it'll be important later yeah exactly and so you start to remember that line too Yeah, and then you're like oh shit Like, and she reaches her foot out to touch the edge of the pool and cut to black. Sopranos cut. Yep, and like that—that's a—I I like ending. It I there. I loved it because because it, it leaves enough of a message where because right before she takes the egg, she talks to. Uh, oh, I want to talk about this too because the way they wrap up Hooded Justice's story was beautiful. Great, it was great. Because he talked about this at length on the podcast on his podcast too because this was really important to him. Like he, he had, say like the
1: whole like Tulsa race massacre was a big part of this story. Yeah,
0: so the way he wraps it up is like you know uh, Angela like you know she just lost her husband. She goes to the theater where Matt, where John teleported her kid. Yeah, because well, uh, Hooded Justice. Well, yeah, because well, Hood of Justice is there looking after the kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Don't worry, they're safe. Like I kept them in here because, like, obviously he must have known like the squid falls were going to happen too. Yeah, yeah. Because he kept them inside somewhere safe. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of have this conversation about like, what do we do now? Like, like you're like because she hasn't been Sister Knight since episode, like, four. Mm -hmm. She hasn't put on the face pain or done anything since she took the pills and, like, had those flashbacks. I think it just, like, brings her too much pain now. Yep. And so he has this, like, really great speech about, like, you know, like, how, like, these things we're dealing with, like, these aren't things that can just be easily fixed.
1: Yeah, like, it's... I think the line is, like, a mask doesn't, like like uh cure the pain like or it it, it only, yeah. like
0: because he what he said was like a man i used to think that the mask made me angry like it hid my uh, my my anger yeah but, but I, was I was wrong afraid. yeah he's like what it what it hid was like my fear and or, or my fear and my pain yeah like that's all the masks did
1: yeah he was like yeah. you, you gotta like let your your like your pain or like your uh your wounds breathe or that whatever. that was my favorite line he's yeah. like
0: you know like these wounds aren't something that are easily healed like you have to let them breathe like, yeah you can't like, cover them with a mask wounds need air like that yeah. was the line i was like that's Amazing, like especially for like the subject matter you're dealing with. Oh yeah, all these like complicated matters of like racism and whatnot. Like you can't just not talk about. Like white supremacy didn't get solved by this this show. (laughs) No, (laughs) like uh, like those those white supremacists in the room died, but there's more to fill those like their seats. Like and they're they're gonna be extra pissed too. Exactly. So like it's not the end of anything. Like yeah, but. But these wounds are things that you you can't hide.
1: You mm-hmm. got to heal
0: them like openly. Like, you got to talk gotta, about you gotta it. You got to acknowledge it. Yeah, you yep. got to look it in the face. Like this is, and that's like a uh, that's a really powerful way to end that. Oh yeah. Um. And so I like I really love where, where they went with Hooded Justice, and they had him played by Lou Gossett Jr., who's a legend. Mm-hmm. Like they, it was it was all super well done. And then the reason why I wanted to bring up Hooded Justice as well because he he has a really uh great line at the end regarding her possible turn into Dr. Manhattan.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: You gotta. Yeah, because yeah. he's talking to uh, Re- to Regina King, uh, Angela, and uh, he's like, "Well, you know, like John, you know, I'm sorry, John's dead. Like, I think I think he was, you know, for all for how I knew him, I think he was a good guy because he knew John for a decent amount, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Because John, like, for a little bit, a little tiny bit, was in the Minutemen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's a tiny bit of over there, yeah. Um, so like he knew him a little bit. He's like, but you know, John, for everything he could do, he he could have done more, yeah. Which is an interesting line." Because mm-hmm. then like Angela, that's when she's holding the egg and she's like
1: like and that's the interesting question. It's like well, if
0: I was God, could I do more? Yeah, right, well and he even right. says
1: too where it kind of ties to it, he's like he's like uh it's like sorry about what happened to John, but he said like you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. He's mm-hmm. like he said you'd understand that later. <laughs> oh God. See this this is this is what I'm talking about when there's meat to dig into. Exactly. Like this is
0: when you have a show that like is dealing with stuff like this, like you can talk about it like for like Without bitching about it for an hour like we just did about Tuesday <laughs> yeah. class. so I take that back. You can talk about either one friend. Yeah, length, yeah. But I'm enjoying this a lot. You can more. have a meaningful conversation <laughs> right. about
1: something like this.
0: Yeah. So I like the and the way they ended it is odd awesome, because you can have your own debates like. I don't think it matters whether or not she becomes Manhattan. I think the interesting question is like could she have done better? Exactly. And I, I like yeah. that question. That's a, a really great place to leave it. And
1: it's it kinda ties with like Vite too. It's like could any can anyone in that kind of power or position like do what's best for exactly. the world?
0: Yep. And that's the interesting question to raise. Yeah. Yep. So, so I mean that, that. and sadly, that's where the whole show, show ends. Um yep. Lindelof said that they
1: said there's. He said he doesn't see a season two happening. He said it's a possibility. He just has no idea what it would be. That,
0: that's yeah. what, and that's what. Uh, that's what I respect is because that's how he treated the first season two. Yep. Because he didn't accept the role to do Watchmen they until like it I said, down. Yeah, yeah, he turned right.
2: it down three times. Right. He yeah.
0: had an idea,
2: and then he was like, okay, right. I'm going to do this. He knows he has to have a good enough idea before he writes the show or exactly. actually yeah. signs on for it. He's he doesn't not... just force it. Like, yeah. well, I'll figure it out as I go. Exactly. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I'll delay it for three years and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That that that's where
2: the whole show ends. Sadly,
0: that, that's uh, that's all the Watchmen we get to watch. Sadly, um, I yes. will yeah. I will call this out though. If you like Watchmen, absolutely check out because uh, you that means you probably have HBO. Go check out the leftovers because it is a great oh, show. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Damon Lindelof made that show as well, and yep. a, a lot of the themes in this In Watchmen are also in the leftovers. Oh like, yeah,
1: it, it, a lot of parallels. Yeah, yeah,
0: especially all like the doomsday parallels. Like, yeah, those are two common themes in both of these shows that yep. he was able to, to like kind of talk about. So I like I highly doomsday highly recommend and that. And just
1: like humanity as a whole,
0: right? And like what you're willing to like accept and like you know compromise with. Yeah, mm-hmm. those kind of questions. Like they. So he he's really good at writing you know like mysteries and stuff too yeah um, but th- I mean that's one th- one reason why probably why this show worked better is because Damon Lindelof was able to surround himself with a bunch of different voices you know like the you know people of color and people of like who aren't straight you know mm-hmm. all these different voices who have different views on things yeah yep. and tell like a multi-layered story whereas Jeff Johns was like I'm an old white guy who hasn't paid attention to politics in three
1: years I there's th- <laughs> my take I think people need to not be on their phones as much <laughs> <laughs> too much internet <clears throat> it's like okay old man yeah like you're not paying attention give the story to
0: someone. Someone who has something to say, please. Yeah,
1: give give the story to someone who like knows what is relevant right now.
0: Yeah, like, and you might not like like everything the, that the Watchmen show did or everything that they're trying to say. Oh, but I'm sure. You, I'm sure a lot of people. Did I don't that. think you can argue that he has something to say here, though. Exactly. Like that's the
1: point. He had the balls to like take a stance. And, exactly. Like, and, like like put <laughs> his foot in the dirt. and yep. not be
0: like, well, both sides have a point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you,
1: man. <laughs>
0: oh, anyway, um, but yeah, that's that's the end of our Watchmen talk. Uh, contrary to Doctor Manhattan, it. Does end and it's over. Yeah, it's definitely over. <laughs> Nothing ever ends except us talking about the Watchmen. That <laughs> certainly does end. It ends right here. Exactly. Uh, but you know what doesn't end is we will be talking about the, uh, the daredevil oh <laughs> the, yeah the daredevil the daredevil the I don't one know and if, only I don't know if you've heard there's this madman in a red suit who's
1: leaping through buildings the daredevil <laughs> he's quite the daredevil oh yeah but yeah I'd like to thank Josh for coming along for the ride yeah thanks oh, yeah. for having me and then yeah. uh, I don't do you think you'll ever come back Josh or
2: did, <laughs> nope. did we scare you off yeah, <laughs> was yeah that all, was, uh, was hell? Uh, that comic was terrible and we made you I'm read done. Doomsday he's like I'm wow done.
0: all comics suck okay yeah I burned it I just
2: burned it yeah
0: we gotta have Have you, like,
1: read something?
2: Oh, yeah, I'll be back. I read a comic and
0: I hated it. I hate comics.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're the worst.
0: Oh, and just so you know, we do also have a bonus episode coming out in a couple days oh, here for yeah, Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check nice. it out.
2: So pay attention to your podcast get feed. Get in that Yuletide Because we be, we're going to be ring-ting-tingling. You'll be hearing on, some sleigh bells. Yes, that's right. So pay <laughs> attention to that. You while you do it? Or what, like, what we are you might. Get only if it has whiskey in it. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> we might Fair be a little off. toasted. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so definitely pay attention to that. Because we, we wanted to pick up – we were very sour on this book, and I had the idea of, like – I don't like like that. Can't that can't be our Christmas episode? We had to cleanse the (laughs) palette. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna have our Christmas episode be us (laughs) literally bitching for forty five minutes about the doomsday clock. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're not gonna have like we're gonna we're talking we're gonna be talking about uh, Klaus by Grant Morrison and Dan Mora. uh, coming up uh, for the Christmas episode in a couple days here. It'll be Holly Jolly. It'll be Holly and Jolly. Oh two for one. Oh, so join us next time. Oh oh oh, Santa.